Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. What's up, everybody? This is Trey Biddy with Hogsports.com coming to you from Hogsports Studio. Take two. I'm literally having a hard time getting my thoughts together on this one because there's so much stuff that I want to say. But Arkansas losing 56-20 to LSU on the road. Actually covered the spread, but that doesn't really show what this game was all about, especially in the second and third quarters. Got another announcer saying that Arkansas should be pleased with where they are right now. Let's let's just run this intro and, and get started. No, Andrew Sims, there's not technical difficulties. I just started over because I was blabbering because there's so many things I want to start out with, and I just don't know what to say exactly. 56-20 loss. They look like they actually were coming out for a minute and going to fight for Barry Lunny Jr., and I think that was probably it. Maybe maybe a good week of practice and some uh, locker room talk and stuff, and that gives you a little bit of momentum. But they started out 7-6, and then – you know, in the middle quarters, it was just – it just completely fell apart. They just couldn't get anything going. You had um, – let's see, midway through the second quarter is really when it started to get away from them, okay? They came out and played okay. They came out and played okay. They, they stopped LSU on their second drive. KJ moved the ball down. They were doing some things to get him comfortable. Um, you know, there were some issues with down and distance throughout the game. Well, the first half, there were three different instances. You know, Jefferson pulled up sh- short of a first down when he was running down the sideline. Traylon Burks could have easily picked up a first down and then ran outside, ran right shy of the marker. And then, um, and then later, Jefferson dove right at the yard marker. And they lost possession on two of those three, uh, two of those three plays. And, and that, you can chalk that up to being young, you know, some discipline stuff, whatever you want to call it. But um, I think some of that's young. And then suddenly it's just in the second quarter, it just the route is on. It was 7-6 seven, seven, with 7.38 to play. And then over a span of seven minutes and 24 seconds, um, yeah, with 14 seconds remaining in the half, LSU went on a 21-0 run to take a 28-6 lead in the halftime. Arkansas picked up 18 yards on its last nine plays before the half and just went three and out, three and out, three and out. K.J. Jefferson did have some positives. He was pulled, and they had to pull him. I mean, he just wasn't – they weren't moving the ball for a long stretch there. So, I mean, I don't know that they put the right guy in with Starkle. He only went 3 of 10 passing. But Jefferson had a deep pass to Burks for 31 yards down to the LSU 10-yard line. And then started the second quarter on third and 16 from their 33. He had a a screen pass to Rakeem Boyd, who scampered 29 yards to the 38. And then with 14-22 remaining in the third – Despite pass interference, he hit uh, Burks for 38 yards to the 26. And then came the change at quarterback. Nick Starkle didn't do anything impressive. This was about 5.47 to play uh, in the third quarter. 
So every game, Arkansas has pretty much had a change at quarterback. Not everyone, but Ole Miss, Texas A&M, Kentucky, Auburn, Alabama, Western Kentucky, LSU. And they should have had one in the San Jose State game when Starkle threw five interceptions. So Jefferson finished 7-14 of for 105 yards and ran 12 times for no yards. I think he should get the start again. Although Jack Lindsey came in and did some good things at the end. But Jefferson, I want to see him get the start again. I mean, he got some good experience. He just – it just kind of came apart for him. I think he showed what we've been talking about a lot. You know, he's got great athleticism, size, all that stuff. You know, he's got a live arm, but he's just not a consistent thrower. Okay, and not that anybody else is, and that's why Jefferson should continue to get the get the snaps. But, I mean, Jack Lindsey is actually pretty accurate looking, and there were some defenders in there, you know, who were uh, who were starters. So, up next, of course, Arkansas goes to War Memorial Stadium Friday, November 29th, 1.30 on CBS. In the third quarter, there were plays of like – there was a 26-yard run, a 39-yard run, an 86-yard run, a 50-yard run. So, there was like five plays in that third quarter and in, in just the very start, like 33 seconds into the fourth quarter, there were five huge plays – on four drives, and the game was just blown open. It was 56-6 to six at that point. And Arkansas came in and got a couple of touchdowns there at the end to, to cover the spread. I really wanted to get into this because – so last, last time when Arkansas had a coaching change, I, this is what I said, and this was in response to an ESPN commentator who basically said – there was a few of them who basically said Arkansas should be happy with what they get. And what I said was I get real tired of people who have no ties to this state – and have the strongest opinion on what Arkansas is, what Arkansas's limitations are, and what Arkansas should be happy with. And that's what you get from the national media. And it's been a rough eight-year stretch, okay? But this used to be a proud program, and it can be again. It wasn't that long. It was 2015, four years ago, where Arkansas went to Death Valley and won 31-14. to Four years ago. And now suddenly they need to be happy with whatever they can get. And so McElroy, and this isn't a verbatim quote, but he just – and I, I like Greg McElroy. I think he does a good job. I've said before, I don't think it's something he has to work at because I think he really enjoys what he does. But when he was saying that it a, sets a bad precedent to fire your coach after two years and that Chad Morris needs more time, with all due respect, sir, you just don't know what's going on at Arkansas and what the problems are in that locker room. You just don't. There's too many problems. The guy went 4-18 and 18 at Arkansas. Four and 18, and he needs more time. They lose to Colorado State last year and North Texas last year, San Jose State last year, and Western Kentucky. And not just that, but just getting routed in a couple of those, North Texas and Western Kentucky. And he needs more time. This isn't, we're not talking about, we're not talking about SEC games here, okay? We're not talking about playing LSU, but the guy needs more time when they're getting blown out by Western Kentucky. Tell me that's not a team that's letting go of the rope and not believing in their coach. And once that happens, it's over. And Greg may not know that because he played for Nick Saban, and that probably wasn't his experience. But you can see it. John Chavis makes a million and a half dollars a year. This is the worst defense in the country. Maybe it's not the worst in the country. They haven't played a worse defense. Out of all the teams we've seen them play the last two years, Arkansas has a worse defense than any of them. And they, you know, they kind of did what I thought they would do. 
start off playing well, pretty well during the beginning part of the season and just progressively get worse. But, I mean, when you're giving up 86-yard run, 50-yard run, 39-yard run, and it's all in the span of the, like these nine minutes on four drives and just blowing the game open. In the meantime, your offense is just going three and out. And I, know, I get the offense isn't helping the defense. I'm not forgiving the offense at all. But – I mean, I just – I look at what John Chavis has done and the fact that he makes a million and a half dollars a year and his players don't play for him. They don't fight for him. I mean, it's just – I mean, I've seen less talented defenses play better. I've seen less talented defenses fight harder and actually be considered halfway good, halfway decent. Less talented defenses than there than is out there right now. 612 yards allowed against LSU. 356 passing, 260 rushing. You can't tell me they're not better than what they're showing. I refuse to believe that the talent is so bad that this is the worst recruited bunch in history in Arkansas. You're telling me this is the worst group of players that Arkansas has ever had? I'm not buying it. They got no heart. They won't fight for their coach. A million and a half dollars a year for the defensive coordinator at Arkansas. Chad Morris was justifiably fired, and anybody who says he wasn't does not know what they're talking about. Sets a bad precedent. You got to be kidding me. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so, Arkansas can't compete. They can't recruit. The talent's too far away. Forget that they used to absolutely own Texas AM when they were in the Big 12 together. Excuse me, the Southwest Conference. Used to own that team, and they can't beat them now. And just because we're sitting in this situation, it's like it can never get better. There are, there are coaches on this staff, first of all, who can recruit, and there have been coaches who have come through here. We talked about guys like David Lee who's come through and defied the odds and Sam Pittman, Jeff Trailer, who's on this staff right now, Justin Stepp who's on this staff right now. Heck, what Barry Lunny has done in recruiting has been pretty darn impressive, recruiting tight ends. Sorry, it's not a coaching search show. It's just – It's just frustrating, man. We got one more game to watch here between Missouri. And I think that they have decent enough talent to beat Missouri. I mean, Missouri's letting go of the rope, too. This is a game in Little Rock where Missouri's let go of the rope. Did Missouri, Missouri lost to Tennessee, didn't they? Let's see. Barely. Actually showed a little fight, I guess. 24-20. So that's five losses in a row for Missouri. They have no chance of going into a bowl game, even if they beat Arkansas because they're ineligible. It's in Little Rock. The weather's crappy. Who knows? Sure would be nice to see him go out with a win in Little Rock under Barry Lunny Jr., who I think Barry's put in a, a really bad situation. I think he's doing about all he can, but this is just an, it's just not a good it's just not a good situation. I think they came out wanting to fight for him for a little bit, but, man, it just really got away. This defense is just terrible. The offense, I can understand some stuff. I mean, if you look at offense, 
They've got, you know, Ricky Stromberg is a true freshman. They've got some problems on the offensive line. They lost Colton Jackson. They lost Noah Gatlin, who I think is going to be a really good player for them. C.J. O'Grady's no longer with the team. They've had one quarterback issue after another. They just cannot get quarterback figured out. So they've had plenty of issues. They probably should never have, have run off Ty Story. I think that's proven now. Heck, Connor Nolan. Connor Nolan might have started some games for him this year. So they've had they have a lot of issues and really only one real competitive running back in in Rakeem, who was bottled up pretty good today. 13 carries for 33 yards. So I understand the issues on offense, but defense, I mean, I'm looking at the defensive line, and yeah, I know you've got a true freshman starting at right end, but you've got three seniors and a lot of veteran players up front on the defensive line. You've been pretty healthy all year with bumper pull and, and Deb, uh, excuse me, uh, Dijon Harris. You know, your secondary has got older players. Yes, you need some more depth and some more bodies, but they've actually been pretty lucky on defense this year and stayed healthy, but they just keep getting worse and worse on defense. There's no excuse for the defense to be atrocious. No excuse. They can be bad. That's fine. I get it if they're bad. Richard Blair says, can we get a refund? I mean, seriously, though, a million and a half dollars a year. For what? The worst? The worst. A million and a half dollars for the worst. I mean, I, I just don't, I don't, I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't understand how you can have, you know, 32 years of being a defensive coordinator and then this is what happens. And I get it. Yeah, you don't have the same talent that you've had other places, but the worst, the worst. And I want to say to any, any potential head coach out there, and like you're, like you're watching this, but the talent is not that bad. It's not so bad that Arkansas should be a two and 19 program over the last two years. It's not. There's some decent young talent here. They just hadn't been getting better. They don't believe. They don't believe. 612 yards. Arkansas put up 304 yards, 190 passing yards, 114 rushing. I thought KJ did some good stuff. It just shows you, you know, people are have always been clamoring for KJ. You got to put KJ Jefferson in. He's going to change things. Arkansas needs a dual threat quarterback and all this stuff. But it just shows you. This shows you right here. He's got to work on his accuracy. We've talked about he has a bit of a hitch in his throwing motion when he came to Arkansas. Something they've tried to correct. He puts sometimes he puts too much steam on the ball. And the thing that's crazy is like you go watch Nick Starkle in practice, and it's just the ball's right here every pass. And KJ's more like, you know, a little all over the place. And he's going to get better at that. But, you know, when you see some of the awareness stuff, you know, you know he's erratic throwing the ball. It just shows you what we've said. You, it's very difficult to bring in a true freshman quarterback and expect them to contribute right out of the gate, which is what a lot of people were calling for for KJ. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. 
Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. And what we've said from the very beginning is this is a guy that's got a lot of tools like Deshaun Watson, but he's not polished like that. He didn't grow up on a quarterback form. He's a guy that's got to be coached up. He's got a lot of raw ability. But, I mean, nobody else. Aside from Jack Lindsey, heck, maybe Jack Lindsey should start. He was put on scholarship this year. Three of four for 51 yards for Jack Lindsey and a touchdown. Led him to two touchdown drives. One of them was only 11 yards. Rakeem Boyd was definitely bottled up. I mean, I'd like to see Rakeem Boyd get more carries, but at the same time, if you're 13 for 33 yards, there's not much you can do with that. That's a little different than what they had against Western Kentucky when he was – what he had eight carries for like 180-something yards. I mean, obviously, he needed to get, be getting the ball more. Traylon Burks, three catches for 80 yards. There were some nice plays. There were some nice plays here and there. I mean, there were – I mean, K.J. had like three long pass plays, seven of 14 – He'll get better. Get a good spring in. A new coaching staff's coming in. He can be developed. The thing is, I think you you really have to try to rally around him and, like, build around him. Like, he has to be the guy for you. Who wants this job? That was another topic that I heard on the broadcast. I didn't go to Baton Rouge, obviously. As much as I love a night game in Tiger Stadium, I just couldn't bring myself to go down for this one. But who wants this job? Like it's a like it's that awful a job. They're going to pay millions and millions of dollars. You're not that far from Texas. The talent on this roster isn't as bad as people make it out to be. And it wasn't that long ago when you're actually competitive. Four years ago, you were like really competitive. Probably should have had a 10-win team four years ago if you beat Mississippi State on that field goal. If you don't lose to Toledo. That was an eight-win team. Should have been a 10-win team. Now, it wasn't that long ago. It takes four years for everything to completely crumble. It all comes down to who this coach is. You look across the country, the same guys are getting it done. A guy like Matt Rule can go to Temple and win. He can go to Baylor and win. They just beat Texas tonight. They're going to the championship game. Matt Campbell can get it done at Toledo, can get it done at Iowa State. Nick Saban can get it done about anywhere he goes. There are certain coaches that just got it. Okay, Morris didn't. He just didn't. He wasn't a fit here. It looked like it looked good on the surface. I mean, I'm going to give everybody the next coach that comes through here. I will give him every benefit of the doubt. I will not rush him. I will not push him. And everybody should do that too. And I'll say this, Razorback fans. 
you're not going to be happy with whoever's hired. You're not going to be happy. Because I've been running these Twitter polls with some guys with like some solid resumes and they got one thing wrong with them. They're not from the South or they haven't ever coached in the SEC or, um, you know, something else that you don't – you just don't – they haven't coached at a big enough program even though they're killing it at the program they're at. All these things, people – if they're not perfect, then people find ways to uh, to dislike it. And I mean like a guy like Luke Fickle is like 70% of people against him. I mean that guy's got a resume. He's got a decent resume. He's never coached down here. So, I mean, just based on the reactions to coaches that have got really good resumes, it's like people will only be pleased with Matt Rule. And Matt Rule is going to be a tough get. He makes a lot of money. He's got a huge buyout. Why is he leaving Baylor when he's done what he's done there for Arkansas? This, this coaching search is really going to heat up next week. So we hit a bit of a, a, a quiet period, and we've got some stuff on hogsports.com, some, some of the stuff we've been hearing lately. But it's a bit of a quiet – it's a calm before the storm right now with this coaching search is what we're seeing. But things are happening now behind the scenes, and people have, like, said, you know, what do you want to hear? What are you hearing? What are you hearing? The fact is that it was early. I mean, obviously we've never been in a situation where a coaching change has happened that early. So it was early. But things are really going to start moving here this next week. There's going to be rumors. There's going to be some factual stuff. It's going to be interesting. All the way up until the point where this coach is hired. We're not that far off from finding out who this coach is going to be. And then things are really going to get crazy because uh, it's going to be recruiting, like this narrow window you have to recruit. I could go through these comments, but I got a pretty good idea of what everybody says. Terry Roy says there needs to be more than seven plays in the playbook. I mean, that's what – what are they going to do? Yeah, all right. All here is recruit Texas. We, we have a ton of talent in state. Focus on that. All I hear is recruit Texas. David, that's not – they have to recruit Texas. There's not enough talent in the state of Arkansas. If anybody thinks there's enough talent in the state of Arkansas, you're just wrong. There's not. What are they, I think they've offered like three, four guys, five guys maybe in the state of Arkansas this year, and that's probably about right for this year. Last year was a really good year. You know, Traylon Burks. The fact that Traylon Burks hasn't been used the way he should be is just – it's just so irritating. I had a buddy texted me uh, during the game, and his text was – this is all he texted. He said, we don't deserve Traylon Burks. You got to learn how to use the guy. Shane Church says Biddy is an LSU fan, wants to see Arkansas continue to fail and give him something to write about. Shut up. Get out of here, Shane Church. S H A Y N E. Get out of here with that. Shane. <laughs> like I like like I like being disgruntled. Let me tell you something. There's not a media person out there that doesn't want to cover a winning team, especially after covering eight losing seasons, not eight losing seasons, but three losing seasons in a row and eight struggling years. Robert H. Jones says, I heard the board is pushing for Butch Davis. Any info on that? I think Butch Davis is 69 years old. He's a little old, but last I saw, FIU was beating uh, Miami. His team. Craig Rush says, get Lane Kiffin now. I can't disagree with that. 
Lane Kiffin brings a lot of notoriety. So does Mike Leach. Mike Leach has excelled everywhere he's been. Mike Norvell is another name that people are talking about. Campbell, Rule, who we talked about. I don't know if Arkansas can get those guys at this point. But I will say Arkansas's team is not as bad as what this record shows. And I feel for Barry Lonnie being put in this spot because I like Barry. I think he's doing a, as good a job as he can with what he's got. But this defense is just horrendous. The offense has some reasons. But the defense, I mean, there's no reason they shouldn't be at least bad. At least be bad. All right, everybody. I think I've said about everything I need to say here. 56-20, Arkansas actually covered the spread. I picked them to cover the spread. I thought they'd come out and show a little fight there for Barry Lunny Jr., and they did early, and then it just got completely blown open at, uh, midway through the second quarter, and then really the second half of the third quarter. I don't think LSU scored again until the 33 seconds into the fourth quarter. I think that was it for them. But, of course, the damage was done. Joe Burrow goes 23 of 28. Definitely solidified my Heisman vote. Save anything crazy happening next week, I guess, Texas A&M, I guess. But, Joe Burrow, you've got my first place Heisman vote. You can count on that. Anybody got anything interesting to say here? I know you all do, but there's so much stuff coming through. I don't really want to read it right now, and I'm tired. Terry Roy says Norvell is a Morris Jr. I mean, how? Braylon Carter says, how are you feeling about giving Lunny a chance? I mean, I like Lunny, but I, I think Arkansas needs a proven head coach. And hopefully a guy like Lunny can stay on. There's no reason Lunny can't stay on. I mean, even if you, you know, even if the guy's like, say it's Luke Fickle, okay, just, just say it's Luke Fickle, okay? So you bring him in. He's only got uh, experience in Ohio. This is a guy that was a former NFL player for a little bit, started 50 games at Ohio State. You know he can coach. He's done a good job coaching Cincinnati. I mean, I think they're 9-1 and one last time I checked this season. They won 11 games last season. So, if you if you hire a guy like that, then I can see keeping on Barry Lunny, a Justin Stepp, a Jeff Trailer, people who know Texas, who know Arkansas, know this area, because that's what you're going to have to – even if it's not those guys, you know, you can hire a guy from that's not familiar with the area as much who – you know, hires coaches from around. I mean, Bobby Petrino wasn't that familiar with Arkansas, aside from he might have come and played at Arkansas when he was OC at, at Auburn. Mark and Vicky Reese says the O-line is horrible. Yeah, the O-line is just not very good. I mean, they've got some youth up there, but they're just not good. I mean, they're not. All right, everybody. I want to remind everybody there's plenty of ways to watch and listen. You can watch on – Facebook Live, which we always stream live on Facebook Live, also available on YouTube. If you're watching on either one of those, if you're watching on either one of those platforms, be sure to give us a thumbs up, follow the page, subscribe on YouTube, um, hit the notifications bell on YouTube so you're notified anytime we upload a new video. Throw us a five star review if you're listening on Apple Podcast and say something nice if you don't mind. We want everybody to see. Hog Sports Live when they search Arkansas Razorbacks. Also available on Spotify and Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, just about anywhere you can think of. So be sure to uh, 
be sure to uh, throw us a thumbs up if you haven't done so already. Also, you can sign up at hogsports.com right now for just $1 your first month. Follow this coaching search, everything down to the wire when they ultimately name a head coach. As I mentioned, it's going to get pretty crazy here in the next few days. Um, so it's just $1 for your first month right now or 30% off your first year. Just go sign up and pick the monthly or annual option. You'll get the deal. No promo code required. I want to thank all you guys for joining me. Sorry it's under these circumstances again, but not much we can do about it this year. Hopefully things get better. Whew. This has been Trey Biddy with Hogsports.com. We'll catch you next time. Hit Paramount Plus original docuseries returns. The last time I saw Max, he looked at us laughing, and then everything changed in a blink of an eye. My feeling as a detective is that he was murdered. Yahoo Entertainment calls it a spine-chilling docuseries, showcasing real-life tragedies. What if it was your child who went missing? We need to know the truth. Never seen again. Now streaming on Paramount Plus.